0: Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com.
1: Welcome to an early morning edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle. We are starting early today due to coverage of district wrestling in Decora beginning at 10 o'clock a.m. So we're airing girls basketball coaches on today's program. We will hear from Appleton-Parkersburg girls basketball coach... Brady Driscoll, Dyke New Hartford's Bruce Dahl, AGWSR's Mike Finger, Grandy Center's Matt Lindeman, South Hardin's Nick Eller, and Clarksville's Ross Timmermans. We'll take our first time out, and we will begin the show next on 98.9 KQCR. Big Super
0: Deals for Sunday's Big Super Game from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Hey, they have tons of specials around the store, plus they have deals that are even more super, including those app items. One of the most popular snacks at any super party is potato chips, and they have Guy's potato chips this week. 99 cents a bag when you show you have the mobile app at checkout. How about Roma Pizzas for just 99 cents as well when you show that mobile app at checkout. And many other deals around the store for your super needs for the Super Big gamers or whatever the case may be for your groceries. It's at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Brothers Market, where they love football and treat you like family.
1: Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I start the show, as always, with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll. This interview was from the postgame coverage of AP at Sumner Fredericksburg back on Monday night, February 6th. Joining me now is head coach Brady Driscoll. Coach, uh, your team—it uh, was a back-and-forth game, but your team was able to hold them off in the end, uh, tied. It was tied up at 38 going into the fourth quarter, and uh, kind of, kind of a game of, run, of runs, it seems. Uh, what's kind of your uh, initial thoughts on uh, how your team was able to kind of grind this one out here on the road tonight? Yeah,
2: like you said, and I told the girls in the locker room, you know, it's a game of runs, and that's how. I mean, a couple games ago, I think against Hudson, um, well, it definitely couldn't have been against Jessup because there wasn't many runs there. It was pretty one-sided, but you know it. Down the stretch, when you get towards the end of the season and then into the postseason, there will be stretches where um, the other team, you know, go on a run of, you know, five, six quick straight points, um, and it's, you know, just about how you respond, you know, and luckily, for the most part, we've been fortunate enough to grab a lead early um, and then hang on. So when teams do go on a run, it's them having to catch us and tie us, and then we answer with a bit of a, a run, 6-8 to run. Um, And then the game of runs just continue from there. But as long as we can get the first run and get the last run, um, that's the most important thing. And and luckily tonight, we were able to get the the last run. And we got the first run, too, there in the first half. I think we were up 11, um, gave it up, I think, halftime was two. And then, like you said, entering the fourth quarter was tied and then ended up being seven or whatever it was.
1: Yep. Uh, Again, 53-46 the final score. So, but. You guys at the very end, I would mentioned this on the broadcast, uh, possession time. Time of possession is not an official basketball stat, but you guys absolutely owned it there in those last few minutes. Can you talk about how you guys were, I mean, honestly, just able to keep the ball away from Sumner Fredericksburg and really eat up kind of the the rest of that clock and seal the win there?
2: Yeah, going back uh, a couple weeks when we were, I think it was at Denver, actually. um, So it's been a while, but we had a lead and, you know, they were kind of starting to come back a little bit, but we built ourselves a big lead in the first quarter, so we and then kind of they kept crawling back, crawling back. And we didn't really handle the late game stuff as well as what we could have. But that's on me for not having us prepared for a situation like that. So after that game and from there on to, to now and, and we'll go with it going forward. But we kind of put in, you know, we did a lot of situation stuff in practice. Where we're up eight with two and a half minutes left. We're up eight, three minutes left. And then that works both sides of it, too, because we're split. So one team is down. You're chasing. You gotta know how to play when you're down th- eight with three minutes left. Or you know, got to know how to hold the lead when you're up eleven with uh, a minute and a half left. So you don't. We don't need shots. We can we can grind out the clock. Use the whole shot clock. And then if they got a foul, they foul at the end of the shot clock. We'll reset. We get 35 more seconds. So it's just kind of learning, um, learning more of the game of basketball with our kids of knowing shot clock and knowing how to run clock without completely stalling. But Getting the best shot uh, off for us, so it was something we, we've been working on the past couple of weeks.
1: Your press was pretty effective tonight, enforcing a lot of turnovers, uh, especially with Kendall Ryer there in that second half. She was just uh, she was just racking up, uh, gobbling yeah. up those steals like that right across half court. Can you talk about uh, how effective that ended up being tonight? And and I guess maybe just you a know, shout-out for Kendall for what she was yeah. doing with all those steals.
2: Yeah, she, it reminds me of a little bit, kind of a different position, but it reminds me of last year. Like, Ellie Eachin would get all our steals from the press. And we press, and it's a, a lot of the guards do a lot of the work, but then it's the the people in the back end of the press that really get the steals. Like, Ellie Eachin had, I think, the second most steals for us last year, just running back and forth on the sideline. And Kendall, she's at the ha- uh, half-court line, so it's not the exact same position, but it's the same thing where it's the back half of the press that really gets the steals. The guards do the, the work up front, and it forces them to go up and over. Or it forces them to forward some passes that might look open but aren't there. We close in. Um, it's all about anticipation and angles, and Kendall does a great job with both of those things, um, and she, she ended up getting quite a few steals, and she has been for the majority of the year. I think she's been first. or I think Addie's been leading us with steals, and Q have kind of been battling for that first on steals, and then Kennedy or Kendall is right behind them, um, and as a post player, you don't see that too much, but it works out pretty well in the press.
1: So Quinlan Schultz ends up being the leading scorer tonight. Uh, not something that you see all, all, every day with this team. Sixteen points for her, and then uh, Addie Williamson with ten points. Uh, Ellen Waller with nine among the leading scorers, But uh, another another uh, aspect, another example of it just being an unusual game. But you'll take it, I'm sure. What, what you know? What what do you, can you what can you say about you know Quinlan and uh, yeah. Addie? You know, scoring like that tonight. Yeah,
2: no, it's huge. You know what. With- us. it's been a while where we've been able to say you know it could be any person for us that scores and and like we talked about just a second ago with kendall getting the steals well her getting the steals in the backcourt allows the guards that were up front initially to not cherry pick but essentially get easy runouts and get layups and you know sometimes it might these all be to ellen or sometimes they'll all be to quinlan and tonight they just happened to go to quinlan and she finished on the left side actually probably more than the right side good left-hand layups um but it's a good job, just getting the ball ahead. And then Addie had a really good game too defensively. She always does a really good job defensively for us. Um, rebounds well, rebounded well tonight again for us. But then her shots been off a little bit. But she hit two, I think two threes tonight, and then had two drives to the layup. She had ten points, you said. So two threes and two layups, then probably. So she had she had a good game for us, that, and uh, big confidence boost for her. Uh, know she's capable. She did it at Columbus a while back. Um, last year shot 35% from three. So she's more than capable of doing it. It was good to see the results tonight.
1: I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season.
3: As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us.
1: Landis.
4: Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg.
5: Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way.
0: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal House
1: Lender. I now resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You had said a couple weeks ago that these last four games were going to be your toughest four game stretch of the season. Yeah, you know you get out of it uh, two and two. You know most of the games come uh, after the the brackets come out, so yeah. not much on the line from that perspective. But I mean, uh, I'm sure you'll take a uh, you know going two and two out of that uh, uh, out of that uh, four game stretch. Uh, obviously, the loss D and H, and then uh, maybe a little bit of an uncharacteristic yeah. loss to Jessa. But either way, yeah, that stretch is over with.
2: That stretch is over with. Yeah, Not I knew when the season started and the schedule came out that. Looking at the schedule, these last four games are going to be huge for us. But then the thing with it is, like you already talked about, is you know they're keeping score, so we want to win. Obviously, we're all too competitive to not not care. Um, But for a seeding purpose, you know these games Jessup um, came out the day after the Jessup game, and I don't think it had too much of an impact on it. And then Hudson game was a tough one, um, but we came back and answered a tough loss the night before, answered with a strong win. The girls bounced back strong, Um, and then the Dyke game, you know, I thought for a quarter and a half. Uh, the first half really was a pretty good. Half probably gave Dyke a battle, um, like they haven't been touched <laughs> all year. But it was good to good to see the girls fight for for a half there. Um, and then like this one too, we hadn't seen these guys in a couple of years. Uh, but I know their post. Elliot's a really good player. She's an all-state worthy player for sure. Averaging 20 and 17. I mean, <laughs> she's a beast down low. Um, and they had some injuries too, with uh, one of their better, two of their better guards go down, and they're already a thin roster. So he's he's working with uh, a shorthand, but they did a good job tonight, and it was a good good job by our girls. You know, coming off no practice, no prep for this game really, um, and we couldn't see them in postseason. So just wanted to play straight up and see what we could do. Um, but yeah, they they're a good team. They're scrappy. I mean, they're thirteen and five, I think, coming into tonight. Um, so it was, it was a good win for us, and now we can recover, get a long break here. Now we'll see who we play on next Tuesday. Um, but it'll be good to regroup, regather ourselves, and and uh, get on the same page with everything that we do in practice.
1: Right, and you you said it. That's uh that's a long stretch, eight days between games. Uh, it won't be until next Tuesday. Uh, same same exact scenario with last year. Either South fr- or either South yeah. or uh, Postville coming to AP here uh, this uh, upcoming Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday, that is. Yeah. Um. I guess. What are your thoughts on you know having this long stretch? You know, what do you hope to accomplish in that? Yeah. Time frame?
2: You know, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Um, I think for us it'll be a good thing. Um, you know, we'll take a day off here and there just to let the girls rest, um, get away from basketball for a day. But, you know, getting back on the same page. There's At this point in the year, we're going to find details, um, situational things. If we, we know our sets pretty well, but we'll keep running through them um, against the defense, any any defense that we might see uh, that I think we'll see in the postseason. Got to be ready for everything. And then just, like I talked about earlier, to keep running through end-of-game situations, whether we're up eight, down eight, have to foul, who to foul, how many timeouts, one and one, double bonus, um, just certain situations like that where it's us coaching it to them, but then them also, I like kind of letting them handle the situation where it's they have to know and they can huddle with their own team and they have to know who they want to foul or what they got to do or if they do need to rush a shot, what stall game do they want to go into, so it goes both ways and it's just trying to build their knowledge and build their, um, basically just yeah their knowledge of the game. Uh, and that'll come down the stretch here in the postseason. As you get playing better, and better teams, you're more and more scouted. Um, so it'll, it, the games get closer, the rims get a little tighter during the postseason. So it'll be interesting to see where we what we can do. I, I, I really look forward to it, and we got a really good group of girls that I think can, can do some damage.
1: All right, 53-46 uh, win over Sumner Fredericksburg. Any final thoughts on this win here tonight?
2: No, it's a good team win. Um, kind of a funky, you know, Monday night, just girls, uh, two quarters, JV. Um, which their JV team does a good job too. I think their JV was 15 and one coming in tonight, and we came in and, and only a half, so tough to, tough to you know dictate a game and a half. But we came out on top, um, so it was a, a good overall night for us, and we'll go into the postseason with a with a win and some momentum on our side.
1: All right, AP girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll, thanks for the time, and best luck here in the postseason.
2: Appreciate it.
4: Radio on the Go, your source for local weather forecasts, announcements, and information. Welcome back
1: to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Dyke and Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl. As uh, the regular season is uh, in the books, uh, hard to believe it's uh, over with already, uh, but uh, the Wolverines uh, just wrapping up a 20-1 season where they went uh, 8-0 in the NICL Central outright title. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Let's go back to the couple games this week. We talked a little bit about that Bishop-Garrigan game. But it was your first and only loss of the regular season. Kind of a quick start for Garrigan. They lead at 19-8 to after the first quarter. Really kind of ends up being uh, the difference maker. But uh, if you want to just uh, go back and kind of touch on that one a little bit and uh, ultimately your, your team's first loss of the season.
6: Yeah, first of all, you know, it was a great environment for us and an environment that, you know, looks similar to a regional final or something down at the State where you're playing on – you know, a college size for, and, you know, you have a lot of fans there cheering for you, cheering against you, and all that kind of stuff. So um, it was just a great environment for us to have to, you know, battle through adversity and and make adjustments, and and then, you know, ultimately it didn't turn out the way we we had hoped, but um, I'll guarantee you we're a much better team for it.
1: Yeah, and uh it didn't take really much uh, to bounce back as you played at South Harden on Thursday night. Uh you end out uh end up coming out on top there 69 to 25. Fast start for you guys. Uh, looks like you kind of put this one away early again. Uh what's the story with the South Harden game?
6: Yeah, I, I just thought we our defensive pressure was, you know, pretty solid. Um, you know, our, our our two guards up top in the 2-3, Marin and Camille just did a great job of kind of pushing them a little bit on of their offense and uh and then Peyton and Jaden and Ellery did a great job of rebounding when they did shoot so you know it, it, it starts on the defensive end for us and uh, Maddie Busco did a nice job of tying things together and I thought Miranda Tyler came in and did a nice job of tying things together for their, our post and guard subs respectively and um, you know we're, we're just we're just ready to go for that uh, that postseason and um, you know I'll, I'll give South Harden a lot of credit to you, you know, they're, they're scrappy and they, they play hard Um they'll it, be a tough for us uh, to you know physically down down below and so you know we had some outside shots down camille did that i think she was three out of six and you know barn and already uh Peyton was Peyton, and Jaden was Jaden getting offensive rebounds and putting them back in so um you know just uh, kind of a take care of business sort of thing and um on the road right before uh regional start
1: yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about the postseason here in a sec, but you had tweeted out after that Bishop-Garrigan game how it was a, a long home win streak, 60-some games, I believe, came to a close, uh, dating all the way back to 17. That sure is a remarkable accomplishment, isn't it? I mean, that's a that type of streak, you hardly ever see that, you know, in uh, in high school basketball.
6: I tell you what, that is a, a crazy home win streak. Um, just something that, you know, every kid from 2017 to, to present day can, you know, be proud of and uh, you know streaks streaks in streaks have got to end sometime um, you know you play to get a competition not to and you know we could have we could have put uh, you know somebody else in Kerrigan on that last game that's for sure and you know and, and play for a streak but that's not what we're about we're about getting better and and if, uh, if, if getting better um, costs us a home win streak then so be it but just proud of the girls and all the past girls and that, that have you know help do that I, I remember one game we were just down and out we were down by one one against sumner fredericksburg it was uh 2019 2020 and uh, uh katie knock was coming down the court with two one second but one second and then they she shot a half court shot and we were down and they fouled her and she went to the line and uh had a one and one I think, and made both of them winning by one. So, I mean, that's just the type of, you know, thing it has been, you know, special for us. So a lot of great memories, a lot of great home wins for us. Just uh, thank you, for a great place to play.
1: I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go
3: through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services. Growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis.
5: This is Shannon with People's Savings Bank. Have you thought about using our mobile app? It allows you to check your account balances, receive account activity notifications, make internal transfers, deposit a check, and pay bills. All of this can be done anywhere, anytime on your mobile device. Just download our app, PSB Mobile Connect, and start enjoying the convenience today. For more information, contact People's Savings Bank with locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC.
1: I now resume a conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You got uh, a little bit before the postseason starts. Obviously, the first round that comes with uh, being the one seed. Uh, what are some of the objectives you have in practice now between the end of the regular season and the beginning of the postseason? I know some car- some coaches maybe kind of just go back to day one with some type of stuff, but what is it for you guys, the, the practices in preparation for that first postseason game?
6: Yeah, I'll, I'll concur with like going back to, to, to number one. I think you know, I think we're going to uh, spend some time now and split up with our guards and posts and kind of uh, work on uh, our shooting and post moves and go back to that. And then just kind of go back to your base offenses and your base defense, and then work your way back out again of what you like to do. Um, so you know, there's there's some things that I want to accomplish that uh, you know um, these last. You know, five games that we've got under our belt that I see that we need to make a uh, to, to, to prep for, that you do better, um, and so that's that's the nice thing about playing great competition is you're able to see some things that you need to work on that are that are going to hopefully take you to a, a place and position that you want to be. So yeah, we'll we'll work on a, a whole bunch of things. I think film becomes more you know um, of a thing this time of the year, uh, scouting. Reports become bigger at this time of the year. Um, Tendencies of other teams become bigger. Um, You know, just, you know, how they like to dribble, where they like to move. You know, those are things we like to go over, you know, in the season. But sometimes it's just you can't get it as detailed as you want. Um, But, you know, like I said, we got uh, really good girls, really smart girls that can pick that stuff up. So, you know, it's just one of those things that it's just time to get things done. You know, we're – I think we're twenty and one. I think that's this is sixth straight year that we've gone twenty wins, and uh, you know we get to for sure host two games um, if we, you know, get past that you know first one that we have. And so, just I'm I'm happy with the position that we're in. I don't think we can be in a better position that um, that the girls have
1: put us in. Yeah, no doubt about that. And regardless of who it is in the first round, it is going to be a rematch. You beat Wapsie once this year, and you're only beating in the regular season, and you swept Columbus. So when it comes to, like you'd mentioned, the the scouting reports and the tendencies, uh, pretty uh, pretty favorable matchup there, I got to imagine, with already uh, knowing some of those uh, tendencies and having some scouting done with those two teams, regardless of who it ends up being coming to your place, right?
6: Yeah, I mean, we, we know them. We, we know the teams in our area, and, and vice versa. They know us. So, you know, there's some things that, you know, not, not that we're going to change a whole lot of things, but, you know, we got to understand that they know our tendencies a little bit and know our offenses, too. So, you know, it's not like we're going to overhaul or change anything. We're going to be us. But, you know, maybe a few few wrinkles here and there. Um, I'm going, you know, over there to Columbus on Saturday um, to watch that game between Watson and Columbus. It's, it's, it's a process. You know, when you're when you're at this stage of the season, it's a process where you're taking it one game at a time. Coach is cliche there. But it's, it's a true story. You're going to prep for every team, and you're going to do things the same way. You're going to have a scouting report. You're going to go over that scouting report with the kids. You're going to make sure they know what they do offensively, and you're going to make sure you know what they do defensively. And, um, you know, it's the, every team is going to be –
1: uh, treated the same when it comes down to uh, prep. All right. Well, uh, obviously you guys are the one seed, and we talked a couple weeks ago about the uh, the body of work. Uh, you're 20 and one, and you 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 had said that you are what your record is. Uh, on that note, can you just uh, kind of reflect on uh, how awesome of a regular season this has been, and how your team has been able to uh, put it put itself in the position that it's in now, being the number one uh, overall seed here in the regional and uh, uh, obviously, a pretty favorable uh, path to the state tournament.
6: Yeah, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm just going to take away your time, you know, me, John. But I'm also going to say that this 20-on-1 season has been very special for a lot of reasons. Um, the team chemistry has you know, just been incredible with these girls, and um, you know, I, I like to remind them often that there's, you know, nothing like playing with a you know a high school team. Um, you know, they're going to go off and do different things in their life, um, whether it be jobs or or this or that, but there's nothing more special than than playing together as a team, you know, in a high school sport. And top it off, you're, you go 20-1, and, and and that's pretty special. So um, I, I, I remind them often to just really embrace and think about, you know, the moment that they're in, because that moment goes by fast. You know, I'm on my... 28th year i think and and you know i've seen 28 years of moments you know and you know they get only four year moments through the high school so um i I just just really you know reach out to them to to uh appreciate what what it all means for them and playing with with the the team that they have
1: yeah you you mentioned uh, a little bit ago uh before we wrap up um uh you, you know, usually we try to talk about some of the players on your team. You would mentioned Peyton is Peyton, Jaden, you know, she'll be Jaden and all that type of stuff. Um, I guess any anyone else do you want to kind of recognize here for their efforts over the past uh, couple weeks?
6: Yeah, I've I, I talked about Peyton and uh, Jaden, Camille, Ellery. Um, you know, Martin Bixby is one that has just been really coming on, on here towards the end of the season here with her three-point shot. I think that she's someone that's a, a difference maker as far as, just hitting those big threes and extending your lead or, 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 keeping in it. You know, you saw that with Hudson. Um, so, you know, I, I, I talked about our, our, two subs, um, Miranda Tyler and Maddie Guskel, how, how they have tied things together and how, um, you know, Macy Graves is another one. Um, she's come in and done a, a great job for us at the post position. So <clears throat> I think that, I think Lauren's kind of a sleeper you got to watch out for. So I mean, I'm not, but anybody know that, that? Nobody knows it already. But she's uh, She's uh, really coming on.
1: All right. Well, uh, again, the postseason starts out on uh, Tuesday against either Columbus or Wapsie Valley. Coach, uh, anything else you want to share about your program uh, before uh, before we uh, head into the playoffs here next week?
6: No, I just really uh, am asking uh, for a lot of support here. Come come up here, either Columbus or Wapsie, and, and come on out and fill the stands um you know we had a great turnoff at algonan garrigan game and we promised uh, to have more uh you know exciting fun games you know ahead and just uh you know like i said this, these things you never want to take for granted a 20, 20 and one team playing basketball is you know is, is fun basketball
1: thank you to for girls basketball coach bruce doll appreciate the time and best luck here in the postseason coach thank you more is coming up next on the brothers market Co- Here's some news from Brothers Market
0: in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. If these items aren't already on your grocery list, make sure to add them because right now they have Chex Mix, Bugles, and Gardettos. Four bags for only $8. Kraft, Shredded, or Chunk Cheese, two packages for $5. Also Nabisco, Ritz, or Snack Crackers, $3.49. Rotel Diced Tomatoes, four cans for $5.00. If you're making chili or nachos, rotel, diced tomatoes, four cans for $5. And if you're watching the big game, you can't resist Doritos or Tostitos, two bags for $6. Many other specials around the store for the big game or whatever grocery needs you have. It's Brothers Market in Grundy Center in Parkersburg. Brothers Market,
1: where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's time for my interview with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger. This interview took place during post-game coverage of the Cougars' victory over Colo in the first round of the one playoffs on Thursday night. Welcome back inside the AGWSR High School Gymnasium as the Cougar girls defeat Colonesco 56-24 here in the first round of the postseason. And joining me now is head coach the Cougars, Mike Finger after after his team wins it uh, going away. Uh, a little bit of a, a, a slower uh, fourth quarter there with only two points, all the reserves in but either way, uh, you know, right afterwards here, what are kind of your initial thoughts on this uh, this uh, big first round victory for your team over Colonesco?
7: Yeah, it's a uh... Great way to kick off the postseason, um, uh, particularly with the you know the first batch of girls. I wanted to make sure we didn't have any letdown, and having just played them on Monday night and um, and, and won by a pretty good margin, um, wanted to avoid that scenario where you you know you look past somebody or don't come out and give your best effort. And I was proud of the girls. Um, they came out, played real intense, um, executed pretty well so and built up a nice little lead that allowed us to get those subs in and it wasn't quite as pretty um but uh um but all in all i was pleased with what they
1: did yeah and uh i mean it's it's the point of the season where you survive an advance advance right whether it's pretty or not right
7: <laughs> yeah so at the end of the day yeah the the scoreboard uh the distance between you and the opponent doesn't really matter just as long as you're one better and so we were a little bit more than that and Um, Again, definitely in the first half did what we needed to do. Um, So, yep, uh, looking forward to the next game.
1: You bet. And uh, you just mentioned it, but kind of just a weird scenario with playing them on Monday night and then Thursday night here again in the first round of the postseason. Um, What were you able to take from that first round game and what did you see translate to tonight, you know, after seeing them, you know, just three days ago?
7: Yeah, um, so we felt we could, um, you know, pressure them a little bit um, and probably cause a few turnovers and, and hopefully convert on those and put some distance between them, uh, between us and them. And then we also figured we'd probably get the ball inside with Josie. Um, but they did, they had, if we didn't score in transition or off a turnover, they uh, collapsed in on her pretty tight, which gave us a lot of good um, perimeter looks. And Bryn hit a couple of big threes. Um, and she'd, she'd had a couple of nights where she was off a little bit. So it was great to get her back on track. Um, we got Nakia a lot of shots tonight. She was just a little off tonight, so, um, I mean, obviously st- still had a nice game, but uh, um, if she shot like she normally does, she probably has another 10 or 12 points.
1: Uh, you had mentioned a lot of turnovers for Colonesco, and a lot of those were uh, the results of your uh, full-court press. Can you talk about that and, you know, what, what makes it so effective, especially here tonight?
7: Yeah, we got three uh, or four pretty quick girls on um, – you know the the front side of that you got uh, trevin on the point of it and um i I don't know of anybody that's quicker than her laterally that i've that i've seen yet this year i'm sure there's probably some folks out there but she's pretty darn good laterally and then you got um nakia and ava next um so nakia's got great quickness ava's got long distance and then you got Bryn in the middle kind of um sitting there trying to pick off that pass to half court so uh, it's a pretty good group right there, so they can whatever you want to run, they can make it look pretty good.
1: Yeah, uh, you had mentioned in our uh, pregame interview that uh, that we had done earlier how uh, Nakia has been uh, kind of the heart and soul of your team's offense here this year, um, and even though she wasn't quite on tonight, I mean, what does that say about her that even on an off night per se, she's still dropping twenty five points? You know?
7: Yeah, I I think that that pretty much sums it up. You got a you got an off night and you score twenty five. That's uh, that's not too bad. <laughs>
1: I'll resume a conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach, Mike Finger, next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Stand by to receive our transmission.
8: Broadcasting to all of humanity from RadioOnTheGo.com.
9: I find this scientifically fascinating.
8: This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM, KQCR Parkersburg, Radio
0: On The Go. February means it's Financial Aid Month, and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the Financial Aid Office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more.
9: Ellsworth Community College, real, real
6: success.
0: For over 80 years,
3: Farm Bureau Financial Services has served the unique needs of the ag industry. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. We get to know you and your operation, providing coverage for your farm, ranch, machinery, crops, livestock, and so much more. Find out why we've been the number one ag insurer for 25 years. It's your future. Let's protect it. Call Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley at 641 847 2376.
0: Number one agenture across our territory, 1996 to 2021, SNL, PNC Group Direct, written premium.
8: Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forge Electric of Ackley. John Forge and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction additions, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait. Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forge at Forge Electric of Ackley, 847-8022. 641-847-8022.
5: Hanson Family Hospital is offering wellness blood profile screenings and free blood pressure checks at Ackley Medical Center from 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tuesday, February 14th. Wellness screenings are offered at special rates as an economical way of monitoring your health between health visits. Overnight fasting is required. Your screening results are yours to keep and are not filed with insurance or your provider. Come to Ackley Medical Center on Tuesday, February 14th from 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. for your own special screenings and free blood pressure checks. Hanson Family Hospital and Ackley Medical Center, health care you can count on.
1: I now resume my conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Let's go back to uh, just uh, the the two games leading up to this game here this week. Uh, we know about the Colonesco game already. That was a big win. But how about that game with Sumner Fredericksburg? That was a big 20-some point win for your team. How was that uh, able to kind of propel you guys uh, into this one, being able to finish the regular season on uh, a strong note like that?
7: Yeah, and they're a good program, and uh, they have a post player that's uh, just an incredible athlete. Um, she's an amazing volleyball player, but she is definitely a a very high quality basketball player as well um so she posed a real challenge and um uh, trevin we we played a little bit of a zone defense on her and then uh, put trevin fronting her in the post and so between her and josie um i thought they did a good job of her of defending her despite that i think she had like 16 or 18 points um but they really um they really looked to feed her the ball really kind of not forced it in but um, they made sure she got a lot of looks so I was pleased that's a um, they have a really nice program a nice team and they're always really well coached so um, they had a couple of guards with some injuries so they weren't quite as strong as as they would have been at the beginning of the season but it's still definitely a quality win for us.
1: All right, well that's regular season. We're in the postseason now, so that stuff has uh, of little significance at this point. So, HLV coming uh, to your place here on Tuesday night. They beat BCLUW 32 to 27. So, kind of a low scoring a slugfest there. Uh, but they're coming to they're, they're coming here on uh, Tuesday night. Do you know anything about them uh, getting that win over BCLUW yet or is it just that something where you have to kind of start diving into the research now that this game is done?
7: Yeah, i uh, was trying to find some video on them in huddle and uh Uh, strangely enough wasn't able to find any so um, we'll definitely get busy on that this evening uh, trying to track down some tape but now I I haven't seen one second of tape on them so we'll be
1: uh, hot on the trail on that just as soon as we can uh, uh, get in front of a laptop. You bet and again that's coming up on Tuesday night 7 o'clock p.m. and we don't know. It could be your last game. They haven't listed a location for that regional semifinal. Obviously, you got to still win to advance. But, you know, if it is to be your last game, I mean, I suppose uh, you're hoping for a big crowd on here. You have a message, you know, to the fans. I, I know you. they've been, you know, really supportive here throughout the season as well.
7: Yeah, they have. And, uh, you know, it's just always so much fun to, to play in front of a good sized crowd. And then, of course, uh, they just give the girls um, that boost that. That um, is is very helpful. So, we're hopeful we get as many people in here as we can.
1: And uh, we did touch on this uh, briefly earlier, but uh, you weren't able to uh, empty out your bench here tonight. Uh, you got all the varsity players uh, into the game. Uh, can you just talk about how awesome you know to be able to get those uh, those players in a postseason game and you know get the future of the program on the court for a little bit here in a big game?
7: Yeah, it is because uh, a lot of those girls, you know, they're at practice every day. Um, they're working hard a lot of the time. I'm um, just trying to give um, the the first set of girls a good look, so we can we can prepare well for our next opponent. Um, so yeah, when you have a chance to get them into a game and, and get some quality playing time in front of the crowd and um, get their names in the books, it's it's very enjoyable and satisfying to have that opportunity.
1: Any final thoughts you want to share about your uh, big win here tonight?
7: Ah, I'm just proud of the girls, uh, and uh, I know we just talked about it, but very much appreciate everybody that came out, and, and hopefully, we'll have um, everybody back here on Tuesday, and maybe they'll bring a couple friends with them.
1: That's AGW Star Girls basketball coach Mike Finger. Thanks for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck here on Tuesday. Thanks very much. Home is the
6: starting place of love, hope, and dreams. This is Chelsea with People Saving Bank. Whether you are purchasing a new home or looking to refinance your current mortgage loan, now is the perfect time to give PSD a call. Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. With locations in Wellford, Cleves, and Dyke, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Big Super Deals for Sunday's Big Super Game from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Hey, they have tons of specials around the store. Plus, they have deals that are even more super, including those app items. One of the most popular snacks at any super party is potato chips. And they have Guy's Potato Chips this week. 99 cents a bag when you show you have the mobile app at checkout. How about Roma Pizzas for just 99 cents as well when you show that mobile app at checkout. And many other deals around the store for your super needs for the super big gamers? Or whatever the case may be for your groceries It's at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Brothers Market Where they love football and treat You like family.
1: Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center Girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman As uh, the regular season, uh, hard to Believe it's in the books. The Spartans finished 11-10 overall and 4-4 four and four in the uh, NICL West Coach, A few games to talk about here in the last uh, week or so. Let's go back to your most recent win—a 50 to 47 win over Roland Story. Looks like, like uh, kind of a back and forth game there on uh, February 2nd. Can you go back to that game and kind of describe how that went from uh, your perspective?
9: Yeah, that was a you know really good win for us uh, at home uh, against a you know a, a, a good size uh, 3A Roland Story team. Uh, they had come off of a, a very good win against uh, South Hamilton uh, just prior to that. So we got out to a good start and, uh, you know, defended really well. We held them single digits uh, in the first quarter and and uh, really had a nice first half defensively. Uh, just uh, changed some things up. They're pretty uh, – you know they love to shoot the three pointer and uh you know we were able to defend that you know for the most part and really limit limit their shot selection give them one chance shots and and then uh, i thought we executed pretty well offensively and uh you know did a nice job of you know handling their pressure they they like to full court press a little bit and and we handled that and and for the most part did a good job we knew that they would make their runs in the second half and they did that and, uh, you know, took the lead, obviously, and and just really proud of how our girls continue to fight back. And, you know, we found a way to uh, uh, get a nice close win uh, at home.
1: And then we go to the GR game on uh, Friday night, the third last week, uh, 47 to 30, 46 to thirty-seven. You guys uh, fall in this one, uh, 28, 14 at the half. So they are they're in control uh, for much of the way in this one. What, what's the story with this GR game?
9: Well yeah, you know, you go to the highs of the highs to the lows of the lows uh kind of uh highs on Thursday night with a good win and then uh come back Friday night and and uh you know, I think uh not through a uh, lack of effort uh you know, execution maybe a little bit but uh we just didn't have the mojo that we that we needed and that we generally have whether you know, playing the night before uh and 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 you know doing everything we could uh that night and then coming back back to back whatever reason we we just didn't execute very well and give gr uh you know a lot of credit uh they just uh were able to uh, take control early and uh we could we got it you know would keep it close but we just never could get over the hump and and uh you know they they uh you know were able to uh, get a win here at uh, at home
1: and then Montezuma in the regular season finale on uh, Tuesday the 7th. You guys lose this one 52-46. to 46. That's obviously a very good uh, Montezuma team coming down from uh, the southern part of the state. But you scored 23 in the fourth quarter, but not quite uh, enough. Uh, what's the story with this Montezuma game?
9: Yeah, you know, once again, uh, you know, we, we didn't shoot it particularly well from the outside. Uh, you know, we you know really competed hard. Uh, they just had a couple runs uh, especially in the in the third quarter a a little run that you know just kind of brought it to nine ten points um and uh we just really couldn't get it any you know much lower than that it pretty much stayed that way uh carly willis had a really nice game Uh, i think she had 20 23 i think and and uh you know we we uh you know, I think which really talks to this team, they, they just won't let up no matter what, uh, how the game's been going and so forth. And, and we really fought through and, and got it within, you know, two or three uh, really late there and, and uh, just couldn't get a stop. Couldn't get a steal to uh, try to get it tied up with, you know, there's about 10 seconds left and, and we tried to, uh, you know, press them and, and uh, get them to uh, uh, get them back to the foul line and so forth. But, uh, they just did a nice job of closing out and doing what they needed to do, so proud of our girls, uh just you know coming up a little short
1: big picture uh talking about now the the regular season it's over with. We'll talk about the playoffs here in a sec, but uh you know, obviously, uh, you guys come back from a rough start. You finish eleven and ten, so you finish over five hundred four and four in the N.I.C.L. West. Uh, can you just talk about uh, you know, big picture? Your thoughts on this regular season and being able to uh, rebound from? Uh, I think it was a two and six start you guys got off to, but you guys sure bounced back nicely.
9: Well, yeah, we knew this. You know, this is a transition year a little bit, uh, just with uh, lack of experience and and uh, lack of depth a little bit, and and just you know, overall. You know uh, kind of a, a whole new team again so um started out slow really felt before christmas we had you know three or four of those games that we lost could have easily been the other way they were all you know five six point games um finished that with uh at dyke and obviously got beat very handily at dyke but i uh, really liked the progress that our kids were making uh, we were improving we were taking the taking care of the ball better and just executing better and uh, you know, and we just continued to preach that to them, and 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 I, I knew they could kind of see that they could see that we were you know, learning from each other, knowing each other better, and executing better, and uh, you know, you come back after Christmas then, and and we were able to run off you know a number of games in a row, which uh, got us back uh, got us back above five hundred. And, uh, you know, gain, gain that confidence, that belief that we can go do it night in and night out and, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, carry that through. And, and I would say had some tough games where you'd like to have back that you, uh, you know, that we couldn't, couldn't get, but, uh, uh, you know, our margin for error is pretty small. And so we've got to be able to execute uh, at a high level and and be able to more importantly, take care of the ball. And, uh, you know, our defensive uh, game plans and all that, uh, which, you know, uh, our girls really executed very, very well. Um, and and just bringing that consistency at night in and night out. And so just really proud of, uh, you know, that nucleus of really about seven deep, uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, Uh, You know, don't have quite the depth that we've had before and and right now, but really proud of, uh, you know, what uh, this group has been able to do over the course of the season.
1: I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
4: Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it.
5: Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person full service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way:
0: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust number FDIC. Equal housing lender.
1: I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. So now that uh, the playoffs are right on the horizon, here uh, you start with South Harden on Saturday. Uh, you got a little bit of a time, a little bit of time here, uh, Tuesday to Saturday. You don't have that Friday game in there. So when it comes to these practices, getting ready for the postseason, is it kind of back to the basics, or is it extra scouting that goes in? Uh, what, what all goes into the, now that you're uh, focusing on uh, the postseason? Now is post regular season.
9: Yeah, you know, and really it's, we're kind of we've not had a game like this for a while, uh, you know, fortunately we have we've have been generally uh, blessed uh, to have a great season and and to uh, you know have a bye that first week and so usually you're playing somebody maybe you don't know quite as well, they don't know you, at least that's the way it's been. Uh and that's not the case this year and so, you know, we're playing that first round game we 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 know we know them, they know us very very well. And so it's a matter for us now to uh, uh, continue to, you know work fundamentals and, and uh, you know try to improve in, in all our all areas of the game. But, but two, really looking for those little things that maybe can help put us over the top. Uh, that we can correct from the the last two times that we that we played them, that maybe we can execute a little bit better, and and so just trying to uh, clean things up a little bit and and uh, get these girls to uh, be ready to go and 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 prepared and and play as as well as we can on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, so South Harden coming to your place, it'll be a rubber match after you guys split in the regular season. And, you know, you just said it, you guys, both teams know each other very well. Is uh, is this one of those games where, you know, based on your, your definite size advantage down at the post, you know, with Carly and with Ellery, maybe uh, that's your bread and butter, but maybe, you know, is that going to be even more so the case here in a, in a game like this? Whereas, you know, South Harden maybe is a little bit, you know, a little bit smaller, you know?
9: Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, with uh, uh, you know, they're two bigs. in Sheldahl, Sheldahl maybe isn't a big, but she's you know really strong and physical as a forward. Um, and then Balo is is also a, a nice big post in there. Um, you know, I, as we've we've been talking to the girls, at least that you know, practice wise and that and preparing. You know, it's really a team that's going to take care of the ball. Who's going to handle their pressure? You know, they're going to bring pressure. We're going to do the same thing because that's what we have to do. Uh, if you look at down the the statistics of, of both teams everything is really really close uh one team's uh, you know does a few things a little bit better than the other but it really balances out at the end of the night and so you know it's going to really come down to taking care of the ball who who can limit their turnovers um and then you know who's creating the turnovers can you get points off those turnovers and then who can get to the line the team that that's gotten to the line more uh these last two games is the team that has won and so uh that that was the emphasis this the second time when we uh when they came to our place and uh you know i think that's going to be a big piece again and and uh, um should be uh should be a fun night
1: and if your team is to put together a nice deep postseason run here what are going to be the keys to doing so not only against south Harden, but hopefully you know uh as you hope, hopefully win that game and advance to pass that
9: yeah well you know our keys are you know it always helps when you shoot it well. Uh, and uh so you know that's that's always a key for us uh we we've uh you know had some ebbs and flows here late we're, we're you know we hit a little stretch obviously where we felt we were playing pretty well and pretty confident um hopefully we can get back to that stretch here a little bit and and uh you know where we're really stingy defensively uh playing really well defensively and then uh you know executing on the offensive end and, and doing that and so um you know, uh, it's it, you got to take it one game at a time. Uh, we know we have one last home game here, so it'll be great to to do that and be able to send uh, uh, you know send our seniors and and uh, send them home. Uh, and, and no better way to do that than with a win, and then be able to move on and and uh, you know face a good Hudson team
1: and uh this is uh, in your capacity as the uh, activities director at grundy center uh not related to basketball but the football team recently got recognized uh, a national award for uh, academic excellence in fact the top award from the national football Fo- uh, foundation the hatchell cup uh what can you say about uh, the football team and that uh, incredible recognition that they recently got here
9: yeah just a tremendous honor uh you know without a doubt it's just a great reflection on uh the, uh, the football team, uh, all the members that are part of that, the coaches and so forth. And then also, uh, you know, really proud uh, for our school. You know, it represents uh, what our our teachers are doing day in and day out and how our students are uh, Uh, student athletes uh, not only perform on the field, but also in the classroom and, and that they take all that, you know, uh, so very important. And so it's great to get to get that recognition. I think it's just another example of how special this group of young men uh, were this fall, uh, not only on the field, but also in the classroom. All right,
1: anything else you want to share about uh, your program before before we wrap up today and we get the playoffs rolling?
9: No, I you know I know John, you had said that at the beginning. It's hard to believe we're you know we're at the tail end and uh, season's gone really, really uh, in my mind really fast um, and pretty smooth for the most part weather weather related wise at least for us and so. Hopefully that continues. Hopefully we can make a long run and and uh, really, really proud of what uh, this team has been able to do. It's been a joy to be able to coach them. I uh, really appreciate all the work that uh, my assistant, Coach Sock, has done all year long as well uh, with our lower level uh, JVers as well. And, and just the entire team, it's been a true joy. They work hard uh, and they work well together. They treat each other well and that that means a lot. And, and uh, hopefully we can make a, a good run here in the postseason.
1: All right, Grundy Sutter Girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman, thanks for the time, coach, and best of luck here in the postseason. Thanks, John. We'll continue next with more of the Brothers Market Coach.
0: Here's some news from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. If these items aren't already on your grocery list, make sure to add them because right now they have Chex Mix, Bugles, and Gardettos, four bags for only $8, Kraft shredded or chunk cheese, two packages for $5, also Nabisco Ritz or snack crackers, $3.49, Rotel diced tomatoes, four cans for $5.00. If you're making chili or nachos, Rotel, diced tomatoes, four cans for $5. And if you're watching the big game, you can't resist Doritos or Tostitos, two bags for $6. Many other specials around the store for the big game or whatever grocery needs you have. It's Brothers Market in Grundy Center in Parkersburg. Brothers Market,
1: where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden Girls basketball coach Nick Eller. Hard to believe, but uh, the, the regular season is uh, in the books, and uh, we turn our attention to the postseason title. Uh, Tigers finished 8-12 and overall and uh, 5-3 and in conference play. Do have a couple games here in the past week to uh, go back and talk about. Let's go back to Monday night uh, down at BCLUW. Looks like a hot start for you guys in a 62-35 to win. Uh, can you go back to that game and uh, summarize uh, how you guys were able to come out on top in that one?
10: Had it just a little lull in the second quarter there to kind of get it closer at halftime, um, but really really have seen more improvement from our team as as the years gone on here of playing four a full four quarter game, not having as much let up um, at different times and, and the girls did a pretty good job of that. We've had about a two, three minute spell there in the second quarter to uh, where they closed the gap but start Ali Sheldon I thought played really well all night. Alyssa kicked at her had her best shooting night of the year, shot the ball really, really well, um, and got started off right up the bat with some three. I think she ended up with five or six threes for the night. Um and just a good team win. Our defense was good. Our pressure was good. Uh, and played really well in the first half. And and then, uh, like I said, kind of gave up that spell at the beginning of the middle of the second quarter there, get it closer at halftime, and then came out in the second half uh, and really put the hammer down and, and pulled away. So it was really good to see, uh, kind of learn some things from, you know, from that second quarter. And then they took it and, and went and executed in the third quarter fourth quarter bowl uh, and saw a lot of girls. Um, kind of step up their play and, and, and play through some some of the adversity we've been going through with turnovers and different things like that that we're trying to figure out, you know, as a team how to how to be better with and, and not having those little lulls here and there of not scoring or giving up some runs to the other team. And I thought we did a good job of that in the second half and it's just things we've been talking about and working on all year. So that was fun to see. It was a good team a good team win, uh, but definitely Allie and Alyssa uh, stuck out with their points that night, for sure. But I thought Cora Bailey did a really good job rebounding and coming back from being sick for a couple of games um, and and great seller good job rebounding and kind of running the floor for us too so just a good good game.
1: And then DNH uh, on uh, Thursday night it ends up being a 69 to 25 loss. I mean that's uh, definitely not a bad loss at all when you're playing against a a generational talent type team like Dyke New Hartford uh, and also a team that's uh, you know got to be kind of you know coming in off their first loss of the season to Bishop Garrigan as well. so uh, what what are your thoughts on that DNH uh, game?
10: Yeah, definitely didn't catch them at a good time uh, coming out with the first loss. Um, really, really was happy with the girls' effort and fight. Um, I you see a lot of teams that play them that I think would probably be a better game, but they, they seem to just, you know, kind of just get disheartened and frustrated. And I wouldn't say quit, but just you, you don't play with that same energy you maybe had to start the game. Um, and I thought I our girls played hard the whole game, so that was something we we had talked about before the game of no matter how well it's going, bad it's going, um, the ups and downs of the game. We just keep playing hard and keep, and keep battling with them. I thought the girls did a really good job of that. Uh, started the game well. First quarter, I thought, went, went as well as they could have for, for the baskets and the shots we were getting. We hit a few uh, and missed, a, you know, missed some, some here and there that we would have kept it even closer, um, but kind of put some pressure back on them in our, in our defense to make them turn the ball over a little bit um, and handle their pressure better to start. Um, I'm not sure why second quarter we handled it worse after the first quarter. We kind of had a feel for it and then kind of got in our own heads and kind of got sped up, which is what they want to do. And then all of a sudden we started to turn the ball over in the second quarter, and that's when they went in their big run, which you can't do. And we knew that coming in. So really thought over all the girls' battled. Um, They just, they got a better team. One of those, you just shake their shake their hand and tell them, yep, uh, earned it, deserved it. And, and we learned from it, I hope. And Thought uh, thought all night. All the girls battled. Had a great seller. Had one of her better shooting games. Had some nice shots. Had a couple buzzer beaters just with the shot clock and stuff that were that were nice. Um, and kind of just had a, a sporadic group of scores throughout the night. and just couldn't get it consistently going, which is typical of Dykes' defense. But thought, thought just a good good overall game of battling. Uh, but just got to take got to keep working on it, take care of the ball, which has been our big. Achilles' heel, along all year long, is not having the turnover. Like we ended up with 24, 26 turnovers, something like that, and you're just you're not going to beat anyone doing that, let alone Dike. So, got to keep working on that um, and finding ways to just be more consistent scoring. We had some spurts that were good, um, and then we'd go on a dry spell and let them, you know, run off ten points, and that's where virtue versus anything to do that but we just got to keep working on those things overall i was i was with the girls fight they've got a great team coach doll does a great job uh, just very sound in everything they do so you know still kind of that that, that pedestal we want to try and get to is, is how they play and it was fun to see us play them and just kind of see where we're at and then also kind of see, you know, the things that we've got to work on too
1: yeah, so uh, regular season now in the books. After that game, we'll, we'll talk about the the postseason here in a sec. But just thinking about the regular season, eight and twelve overall, you end up finishing uh, in uh, outright second place in the NICL West with a five and three conference record. So uh, I'm sure you got to be uh, you know pretty you know satisfied. Maybe not satisfied. I know you're always going for the conference title, but that's not too bad of a mark there. You know to finish five and three in conference play. Uh, I know you made some strides throughout the regular season. Uh, when you look back at the regular season, what what kind of comes mind as far as you know maybe what your team was able to accomplish or maybe some highlights the regular season
10: yeah i i it's a weird it's a weird feeling i think the girls and myself both as a program we we wanted to be be a lot better than we've been this year um but we also did some things that you know were on our bucket list and and finishing second was not you know not our main goal but definitely something we haven't done in a long time um, we had we just had bigger expectations, and that isn't a bad thing. Um, but we didn't get to where we kind of wanted to get with the conference and regular season-wise um, of winning the conference and having a better record than what we have right now. Um, and there's been no one to blame but ourselves. So I, I think the girls understand that. I think they um, I think they've been happy, frustrated. They've mixed with everything all throughout the year here. Um, but we've taken a ton of strikes that our record doesn't show, uh, a ton of strikes that the girls probably don't even realize, um, just how we play, being in the games that we're, we're being in, that we weren't in games last year in these type of games. Um, really haven't had a game where it's just been completely blown out of the water the Dyke and maybe West Marshall who are both top one or three teams in their class. Um, every other game has been a close game, a game that we, we could have had. I think if you if you watch the whole game and we don't give up a run here. Give up a you know going a cold spell here. Um, so just tons of things that I am very happy with with our with our development of our younger girls or development of our junior girls. Um, more more moves that we've we've worked on this off season. I saw I saw get used. Our scoring has gone up. Our defense has been better. Um, our pressure has been better. Um, shooting percentage has gone up. Just tons of things that. The girls, I know, are, are frustrated with the, with the final outcome of it. When you just look at record alone, but there's a ton of things that we've done a ton better this year um, that I'm happy with, And I, but I'm still in that same boat with them of being frustrated that uh, we wanted more um, and, and thought we, you know, know we could have been more this year. So that, you know, you hopefully use that as fuel now heading into, into the postseason. Um, and we hopefully use this fuel this offseason whenever our season ends um, of knowing that, boy, these are the little things that cost us a lot of games this year. Uh, we got to get better at them. So I think there's a really, there's a really big mix of of all that, um, of happy and, and frustrated both. Uh, but re- overall, I as a coach just kind of looking at the program from when I took over. This being year three, uh, went from four wins to six wins to eight right now, um, and, and I've seen a ton of improvement in, in those in those wins, and a ton of improvement in, in how close we are to. You know, our record being completely flipped, maybe a lot better too. but we're right on that you know kind of on that bubble uh, where we could go next year go way way above where we're at right now or we could stay put if we don't put in the work. Um, but overall, I'm very happy with the, the steps we take and I just I, I just think a lot of us want to take a bigger step and that's who doesn't. Uh, but we know now kind of what we got to do to take that bigger step next
1: year. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller next on the Brothers Market Coach.
0: February means it's financial aid month and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means free application for federal student aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the financial aid office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit EllsworthCollege.com to learn more.
9: Ellsworth Community College. Real tradition, real success.
5: Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5:30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way.
0: Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing. Worth.
1: I now resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You get to start the playoffs here on Saturday. It's, it's going to be a rubber match with uh, Grundy Center. So uh, the home team won uh, each of those games here this year, and now you get a chance to... Uh, uh, go over there again and uh, try to try to get the rubber match and uh, win a first-round playoff game. Uh, what are your thoughts on facing Grundy now for a third time and I guess uh, your overall outlook for now this, this postseason bracket now that you're starting it up here on Saturday?
10: Yeah, I told the girls with with what I just said of being a roller coaster of a season of, of goods and bads and lows and highs. Uh, the nice thing is everyone's 0-0 zero zero starting, starting Saturday night at 7 o'clock. So I I think the girls are excited. um I, I think they know what we're capable of. They know that it's kind of an are in our hands, which is a, which is a good feeling. I think of teams that we've gotten to run here. Uh, if we keep winning, they're all teams we've played, uh, all teams we've been in games with, um, but just got to take first one at a time. And Grundy's got a nice team. They they've given us a battle both times when we beat them and, and lost to them both. Uh, we know each other well. Big rivalry game of we'll, we'll play each other and everything every sport twice a year. Um, so definitely just got to come out and play our game. Um, not not worry about what's happened in the past not worry about the next game and uh, just play our game I, I really think it's nothing there's no secret potion to beating them and they'll probably tell you the same thing uh, we know each other well it's gonna come out who just plays the best that night um, at seven o'clock uh, so very very excited for the, for the draw we got I think, it, I think it's a it's a draw that we can handle with this first round and um, and we and we know the teams but we got to take care of business and, and again, I sound like a burger record. A lot of a lot of what goes on is, that, is how we play. Uh, the other team can do things, and, and they're going to do things. They're going to make shots. They're going to score. They're going to make stops. But if we if we play our best basketball, we're pretty hard to beat. Uh, and when we're not playing our best basketball. It's usually more to do with us us uh, in our heads, or us not executing the game plan. And then that's when we get in trouble. So I'm hoping we can just kind of clear our head of this season, uh, the regular season, and come into this game fresh. Um, and just come in and play our best basketball, which I thought, like I said, I've, I've seen us build as this year has gone on. Not not record-wise as much, but built this year. It's where we're playing some of our best basketball right now um, and doing things really well. But we still got just those little things of turnovers and and some defensive assignments here and there are not quite executing the game plan once in a while that burn us. So we've just got to really clean that up uh, this postseason and play that way versus Grundy on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, and with that game, uh, so you're coming off a game with BCLEW on uh, Monday night where you were shooting pretty well from three-point range, uh, somewhere around the range of 40%. Uh, I think you said uh, one of the players had five uh, three-pointers, or five or six three-pointers in that game. Is that something against Grundy that, you know, maybe, you know, you maybe uh, take advantage of the fact that they got their size down in the post and maybe, you know, keep it outside the perimeter, you know, that type of thing against a, a team like that? Or is it uh, or something else that you're thinking here against Grundy?
10: Yeah, we definitely we definitely got to hit some three uh, because I think they know their inside game is their bread and butter, um, and then that kind of creates other stuff. Uh, when we get Clara Baylo and Ali Sheldahl going down low, that's kind of our bread and butter too. But then it's also um, it's also huge that we can kick out and hit threes, and there's been some games where that's been been the key, and we we've, we've blown some teams out of the water that maybe wouldn't have. Um, and there's been games where we've been in a dog fight because we are neither scoring down low or we're not hitting anything outside. But it's definitely a key uh, for us. We have the inside-outside game if we're hitting hitting both ends of it. Um, but just got to be balanced. Got to be, gotta be hitting, hitting a few of those to keep them on uh, We've had some games where a lot of teams have played zone and haven't, haven't been able to hit outside. And they just, you know, that, that that move gets smaller. And then all of a sudden they just keep packing in more and more and making, just making you beat them out there. Um, and we've got to do it. So that's, that's definitely the key. Uh, and then we got to stop their their insight game. They've got a great insight game. The Willis girls are really good player. The Lurie girls are really good player. Uh, good length. Both can jump out of the gym. Uh, we've got to play really tough defense down there. Help and then and the recover when they kick it out too. They do a good job of that too. So we're a very similar teams. That's why both games have been really close this year, uh, and both records are similar uh, because we're not we're not much different if you'd ask me. But uh, who who's going to execute? the necessary night and come to play and, and wanted a little bit more might be the difference in the game.
1: Alright coach, just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share about your program before we uh, hit, hit the postseason here on Saturday?
10: Yeah, just big thanks to all the of, all of people following and fans that have come to our games this year. We had a great crowd a great atmosphere at all of our games this year from from day game one to this last night versus Dyke. Um, great fan support. Appreciate your guys' support having me on all year um, and Really excited to get going on postseason and see where we can head
1: all right south hard girls basketball coach nick eller appreciate the time coach and best of luck here in the playoffs
10: you bet thanks for having me
1: more is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show. welcome back to the brothers market coaches show i'm john moenkel it's now time for the clarksville segment on the program unfortunately indian head coach ross timmermans was unable to make it for today's program but let's uh, talk about the Indians a little bit as they have advanced to the next round of the 1A playoffs. Clarksville is 15-7 and overall. They finished 9-3 and in the Iowa Star North. And in their last week of the season here, they had a game on Saturday, February 4th against East Buchanan. In Winthrop, they fell fifty-seven to forty-seven. It was a quick start for East Buchanan, a team that has moved up to class two A here this season. They were outscored fifteen to six in the first period, and by halftime came around it was thirty-five to fifteen. So a little bit of a more sluggish game for the Indians that night. And then to conclude the regular season, they lost at home to St. Ansgar fifty-two to thirty-five on Monday. It was a hot start for the Saints, eleven to six in the first quarter. The Indians get, did get back to within 22-21 to 21 at the halftime break, but too much to handle were the Saints going down the stretch as St. Ansgar, a pretty good team in the top of Iowa Conference here this season as their leading score had 21 points that night but a big time bounce back on Thursday for Clarksville as they defeated Rockford 55 to 20 a great start for the Indians they led it 19 to 2 after the first quarter 34 to 6 at halftime run uh, clock rule goes into effect and it was all Indians all the way here in this one Clarksville with uh, no troubles against Rockford in Thursday's playoff opener 55 to 20 the victory We'll take a quick timeout and talk about the upcoming playoff opponent on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
8: Butler Bremer Communications cheers on the Clarksville basketball and the NBC wrestling teams this winter. Good luck in the tournament, Indians. And there's no luck needed in having dependable, super-fast internet when you hook up with Butler Bremer Communications. If you live in Clarksville or surrounding communities, call their office in Plainfield and have more internet speed for your money. They also provide regular telephone as well as high-def cable TV. Contact Butler Bremer today, 319-276-4458. Butler Bremer Communications, bringing the world to Clarksville.
3: Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm or ranch, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage and policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Call 319 278 11 44. Farm
1: Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle. Again, head coach of the Clarksville girls basketball team, Ross Timmermans, was unable to make it for this morning's program. But the Indians are advancing to the next round of the playoffs. They will take on Don Bosco on their home floor in the regional quarterfinals. They are taking on a 10-9 and 9 Don Bosco team a team that they beat twice this season. They beat them 67-28 back in December, and in January they beat them 51-37. A very long win streak in the series for Clarksville. They have not lost to Don Bosco since 2016, so the Indians have had their way uh, against the Dons as of late, and they will try to do it yet again. And if they win that, they would advance to a likely matchup with undefeated West Fork in the regional semifinal, who's playing Iowa star opponent Dunkerton in the uh, regional quarterfinals on Tuesday night as well. But Jenna Myers leading the way with 13 points per game. On 38% shooting, Kalen Hardy 11.7 points per game on 43% shooting. So uh, those two uh, scores have been really leading the Indians. Myers with 4.9 rebounds, the leader in uh, that department as well. Clarksville also a good defensive team, snatching 14 steals per game. Committing less than 15 turnovers. Meanwhile, Don Bosco rough in the turnover department. 20 turnovers per game. Their leading scorer is not even a double figures as Kennedy McGarvey has 8.6 points per game. Also, Emily Naughton with 7.1 points per game for the Don Bosco Dons. They did get to this matchup by defeating Tripola 45 to 31, but it'll be Clarksville hosting Don Bosco. On Tuesday night, February 14th at 7 o'clock p.m. inside the Clarksville High School Gymnasium in the Class 1A Region 6 quarterfinals. That's it for the Clarksville segment of the Brothers Market Coaches Show
0: having a big get-together this weekend, maybe watching a super game. We'll get some super deals from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center from the meat department. How about 80% ground beef, 10-pound tubes, two sixty nine dollars a pound. Also, Brothers Market has 80% ground beef, just regularly $3.99 a pound. They have whole pork shoulder, $1.69 a pound, and the Brothers Market meat department has baby back ribs, $2.49 a pound. There's many other deals around the store, so get there this week. Stock up in your groceries for whatever needs you have, it's Brothers Market, open seven days a week where they treat you like family.
1: Back one final time on this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show, an early edition. Big thank you to all of our area girls basketball coaches for joining us on today's program. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to send coverage to Decora, as I will be there with Pat Rule as we will begin coverage of the district tournament in Class 2A APGC Wrestling. We'll try to send some wrestlers to state. We'll have updates from other districts as well. And then our next basketball broadcast comes your way on Monday night when the Dyke New Hartford boys basketball team hosts Belmont Clubby in the first round of the Class 2A playoffs. Coverage that night begins at 6.40 p.m. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. If you missed any of it, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. I'm John Mullinclough reporting. Have a fantastic Saturday.
4: You've
0: been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at radioonthego.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coaches Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.